What is up and welcome to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words that I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There's no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will last 10 to 15 minutes and we'll dig into questions sent to me by fathers as well as review Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, the purpose, and the identity of the father. Thanks for listening, and please email any of your fatherhood-related questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. And hey, please, don't forget to smile and have grace for yourself. You have what it takes. All right, here we go. I'm already smiling because I love talking about fatherhood. Uh, This past week, I had a great conversation with a fellow dad. He asked me about working from home and shared some frustrations that he was uh, having with expectations his wife had on him. Now, I would say this isn't the first time I've heard this question and that it's not only due to COVID, but I would say that it's enhanced, you know, for those who are working from home, uh, that there's this new set of expectations. um, And I've heard, but I've heard men talk about this um, regularly, you know, like our spouses, and us, like, what do we notice and what do we expect? It's funny because when we were talking about it with my buddy um, and I was listening, I was actually thinking uh, to an argument that I had with my wife just the week before um, and similar in the sense that it was Tuesday. So a couple weeks ago, Tuesday, um, and I was kind of having a short work week. And so in my mind and on my calendar, I had put that I was going to work till six, but I didn't tell her that. Um, because sometimes, you know, I'll finish, you know, I don't know, four five, six. And I didn't tell her that. And she calls me at five 15, like, Hey, I need you to go pick up a kid. And I'm like, well, this is what I'm doing. And I had put this, I got bent out of shape basically. And the thing was, is I never communicated to her that I was working beyond five that day. And she was off doing something for our family that I had said, yes, let's get this done this week. Um, And so communication was big. So anyways, I was reminded of that when my buddy called going, well, I actually just dealt with this uh, a week ago, which is the reality, right? Is uh, we're never going to have this thing fully figured out. I think the beauty is being in tune with ourselves and knowing that we're not alone and not just sitting with our own thoughts because then we can get, we can get pretty negative, but getting back to my friend's question, you know, about feeling, you know, like, Hey dude, I'm working my job from home. Um, I'm popping out in the morning to help with, uh, breakfast. I'm popping out at lunch to help with, with, uh, the kids lunch and popping out to help with nap time. And then when it's, you know, five, six o'clock, I'm there engaged with the family. Like, I don't feel like I have any more to give. And I've had other dudes, you know, over the years, and it's kind of like that little joke, you know, it's like, Hey, I went to work. And if, I come home, my wife then hands me the baby because, or the kids or whatever, because she's been at the grind all day if she works, you know, um, mainly in the home. And so there's this frustration of like, well, I just worked and like, what are the expectations and stuff? So we were just going around and around on that. And we came back with just some solutions that I thought we would talk about there. I think at the end of it, it's really like he felt unappreciated 
um, and felt like he was giving a lot and wasn't being noticed. Um, and I've felt this way lots of times before. Now, when you're having this conversation with a friend, it's so much easier because you're not like in the thick of the moment, but it's easier to take that 10,000 foot view and really kind of see the whole picture. And so I wrote down seven things uh, that we could think about, um, if you find yourself feeling the same way, whether it's, um, you feel unappreciated, you feel like you're giving all you can give, you feel like you're not being noticed for the work you're doing, um, with your family. And I think it can be compounded if you work and your spouse stays home. But I think that these exact same situations come maybe even more, with uh, two spouses that work and then balancing like do I just expect you as the mom to do certain things like why do I expect that and I guess too yeah if the mom works too are you still having her do all the school stuff and all the um, teacher stuff and all the sports stuff or are you sharing that which I think really we should be sharing that regardless um, because even stay-at-home mom there's a ton that comes with that okay so let's dig into these seven things one What's your trigger? Like what's triggering you to upset you? Is it something she says? Is it, uh, she says something about you being on your phone because she thinks you're working or is it a look she gives you? Or is it a comment? Or do you feel not appreciated? Or does she not say sorry the way you want her to, which I think that's my problem sometimes. (laughs) Uh, what gets under your skin? I think it's helpful to know what your trigger is because then if you pay attention to it, then you get better at noticing like, Oh, hang on a second. I'm going to get upset about this. Let me take a step back and really evaluate the situation instead of just letting things manipulate your emotions. You can have more control and it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be frustrated, but it's not okay to let those dictate who you are. So if you can one, figure out what your trigger is, then you'll notice it quicker and be able to take control of your emotions and of your reactions Two. Once you notice, remind yourself, like, is this a really, really toxic relationship or do we really want the best for ourselves or for each other? I should say, if you really want what's best for each other, then I think you go, oh, well, she isn't trying to be harsh and mean. And to me, there's just this situation going on. So I think it's helpful if you can separate the, is this toxic, which it's most likely not. This is just we're both upset. We're both in this state. We're both frustrated. And I think if you can then look at your person in a positive light, it's going to help your response and reaction to them because they're probably feeling a similar way about you. Like, I don't want my wife to think like I'm just a turd and I want to be mean to her. No, that's not my intention. I'm just frustrated. So I think stepping aside and going, okay, we both want the best for each other helps me raise my mental state. Okay. Three, a little bit more practical in this exact situation. Can you have a schedule? Okay, so especially if you're working from home right now, uh, can you have a schedule? And even if you don't work from home, I think setting good expectations like for you and your spouse and your family to know, okay, when am I here? When am I present in this? When can I be reached? When can I not? That's helpful for everybody to know what the boundaries are. So a schedule can be super helpful. Um, Four, Um, we can start to feel like we're doing everything when we start to feel that way. I think we need to take a step back, look at what your spouse is doing. Um, I mean, this can go in any relationship, but look at what they're doing. It is probably a lot more than you realize. 
And same if they would do that for you, right? Like there's these expectations we have for them or we feel like, oh, they have all this expectation on me um, and I'm not meeting it or whatever. They're not noticing what I am doing. We're probably doing the same thing. And if we can notice what they're doing and we can acknowledge it and show them appreciation, that's just going to compound for the way that they're going to respond to us. Um, okay. So yeah, notice. So ending number four is really notice her and tell her five date, 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 go on dates. Uh, you have to remember why you like each other. I can't say that enough. It saved our marriage multiple times. Go on dates, spend time together. Uh, six, pay attention to your energy. Last Tuesday, like I said, I went home tired. Um, I was kind of a jerk. I mean, last night I got tired, you know, I'm like, all right, kids, it's 10 o'clock. You're all going to bed. Uh, because I was tired and frustrated. So pay attention to your energy. I think there are some work days you're going to have to give it all and you're not going to have much when you come home, but that shouldn't be every day. So pay attention to that. Again, the schedule might help with that. Seven. I think this one has been kind of played a lot. We hear it a lot, but know your why. Um, but I do think it's really important. I think you should know your why for work, for your kids, for your marriage. So since we're talking about marriage relationship. Let's talk about that. Like, what's my why? Why am I married? What do I believe about marriage? What do I believe my role is in this marriage? If I believe that marriage is to sharpen and shape and help me and my spouse become the best people we can be and that she's opposite me, I'm opposite her so that we're constantly rubbing up against each other to help shape better people where we're not just selfish, not just thinking about ourselves. Well, then I got to wake up and go, this marriage isn't going to be easy. There's going to be difficulty in it. But if I look at the why behind why there's the, the rub, it's to help us both grow. And then think about the people will be at 85 years old, will be these amazing, hopefully unselfish people if we allow the marriage to do that. And then what's my why for my role? Is my role to serve my wife regardless? Is my role to love and be aware and in tune with my family? Well, then if that's the case, then it doesn't matter as much. You know, I need to be aware of the frustration because if my job is to serve, then I need to serve. Okay, so this is totally tying in perfect. I couldn't even plan this, but Monday's podcast with John Vroman, okay? So this podcast, I'm gonna answer a question or discuss a question because I don't have all the answers and then recap Monday's podcast podcast with John Vroman, super rad dude. He created Front Row Dads, which is a brotherhood of men. It's in their statement is we're family men with businesses, not businesses with with uh, families. And I love that. So they do a lot of things intentionally with business owners who are fathers to help them be great family, um, family men. Okay, so uh, this conversation was really incredible. So go check it out. But to recap the thing that really stuck out to me and has changed even my actions lately um, are something he said about, hey, if, if you're 40 now and you're going to live till 40, you have 40 more Mother's Days to celebrate your wife. You have 40 more birthdays to celebrate your wife. And he said that he looked back on both those things and went, oh my goodness, I really need to, to like check in with myself and see how I'm doing. So he looked back over the last four birthdays and said, okay, this one was okay. This one, okay, well, there's cool. Oh, this one, I didn't even have a picture from that day. I must've really crapped the bed uh, then. And, and so it just led into this conversation about one, not being a boring husband. And then, um, and then he made this comment about like people who are 
in the struggle of, do I want to stay in this marriage? And oh, if I don't, you know, man, I'm going to hit the gym and I'm going to just make myself look dope. And I'm going to go on some rad dates with some chicks and show them what a stud I am. And he said, well, why don't you just freaking do that with your own spouse? You know, so what I took away from that was, man, I want to be an awesome husband. I don't want to be a boring husband. And so, you know, typically I would uh, say no to certain things during the work week, but we had this opportunity to go to a local winery uh, like two Fridays ago. And I, uh, I busted out the 100 Honda dirt bike and said, Hey, let's go on the, go on this. You know, it's only a mile from our house. So we rode down our old country road, no helmets with wine glasses in our hands, you know, going 15, 20 miles an hour to the local winery. And it was just a fun adventure, right? It was just a fun date where we're enjoying being together and we're doing something a little fun. So anyways, great, uh, great podcast with John Vroman. Check it out. Um, okay. So the main thing I learned was don't be a boring husband. Um, couple last things. Okay. Check out the adventure father's day gift box. I'm so pumped on it. Go to rebellandcreate.com. Check it out. If you're a dad and you know, either a new dad or, you know, a dad who needs encouragement, how much more powerful would it be to get a gift from you saying, bro, you have what it takes. Welcome to the tribe whatever versus them getting it from their wife or their mom like us men need to encourage each other so uh yeah check that out um i want to invite you to something okay i've been sending a text message every wednesday morning since april 15 2015 over five years uh, there's a big group of men who receive that text um, i started it because i was so hungry to build community with other men encourage them in their role as men and fathers uh but we were so busy that I thought, man, dudes can't do a meeting once a week, whatever, but they could read a 10 second text. So over the last five years, I've been building this, you know, community that gets this text message. Um, and it could be a Bible verse. It could be a Macklemore quote. It could be a stepbrothers reference. It's all over the place. Uh, but the goal is really to remind you in the middle of the week that you're not alone, that there's other men getting up to love and serve their families. Uh, so if you want to go sign up for it, you can go to rebelandcreate.com and then on the home page up on the top left corner where it says rebel and create, there's a little ship icon. Click that. Okay. So I don't want everybody to do this. It's not for everybody. So I'm just keeping it for the homies, not all the weirdos on the interweb. Um, the cool thing too, is it only comes to your phone. And then you can text back and forth with me for like a couple hours after if you wanted. If you're like, dude, this hit home. I loved it. Whatever. We could text about it. Um, all right. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned. Shout together. Let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about the about fatherhood that you would love for me to discuss, email me ned at rebelandcreate.com and I look forward to hanging out with you next time.